Despite Adam Carter's attempt to poison me and end my life, I am back. Last week was no fun. I'll, I'll spend 30 seconds on this, and then we'll move on with the rest of our lives. I'm glad to be back. I was totally fine until about 10 o'clock um, last Monday night, and <laughs> the whole world turned upside down. Uh, pounding headache for days, didn't eat for a day and a half, couldn't get out of bed for a day and a half, uh, gastro stuff, which I will not tell you about, but you've been there before. And it just went on and on and on. And it was not enjoyable. I tested multiple times for COVID tested negative. You can get the flu or you can get something close to the flu. And I had it. And I just have been telling a lot of people close to me who have been sick that it, I, I've been totally fine. So it's either Adam poisoned me or I was just needling at about that time, H. Lake, who was uh, touting Anthony Edwards, who deserves plenty of touting, but I mean, I think, I think Henry believes he's incapable of a mistake, and he and he. He made a Mike Jordan comparison on a play, and it was it was Anthony Edwards is pretty remarkable in some of these plays. But I was just kidding him. But come on, stop. He referring to another Michael Jordan, and all of a sudden, boom, Harrigan after that tweet. I was sick, so don't trifle with Henry Lake on Twitter. That may be the lesson. I think that's possible. Frankly, I think you are faking it. Yeah, I faked it and stayed in the house in Plymouth and canceled a trip to L.A. Mm-hmm. Bad faking. Let's see, I think you were playing the long game because I think you didn't want to show up Thursday for Let's Kick Hunger because yeah, you've I mean, always been very pro-hunger. You are pro-hunger, and you didn't want to be found out, so you played the long game, did this whole week long. Oh, I'm so sure. sick. i got to cancel. <laughs> cancel the trip. I don't buy it. How about take it further that um, Shaletta on Friday mm-hmm. was having an event to point out the success of black entrepreneurs. Was I, was I off because of that also? I want more people hungry, and I don't want to talk to Shaletta on another event of on her path to world domination. Yeah. She's got the governor of the state singing happy birthday to her. You're, you're pro-hunger and pro-big business. Anti-small business. That's it. You've nailed it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, by the way, a certain interim producer invited me to a trip to uh, Bandon Dunes. La-di-da. I was so sick I didn't get back to him in time. And by the time I said yes, they'd filled the trip. So, again, <laughs> that was part of my plan, right? I think so. I think so, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's about as accurate as uh, some of my other plans. So, I I am glad to be back, and I, uh, I'm in the balloon, man. I mean, if you want to capture our political divide, Dave, and we get example after example, we'll see more of the nonsense tomorrow. I saw Bill Maher say this on Friday. I think he's right. Let's get rid of the State of the Union. I mean, it's just it's just a campaign platform for. The president, 
whomever it might be in this case, I believe it's Joe Biden. Last time I checked, did that change last week? Did mm-hmm. I miss that? No, he's still still around the White House. Yes. Uh, by the way, a New York Times story just scathing on the vice president. Ooh, yeah. That, oh man, a lot of truth to it. By the way, she has not lived up to expectations. For me, by the way, I was touting her for four or five years that she would be a future president. I jumped off that terrain a while ago. Um, and the time story. All that conservative Fox News-like outlet uh, telling the truth about the vice president. Enough. Enough of you know, we'll stand up for everything. We'll never stand up for any, anything. Get rid of the State of the Union. Let's go with that one. So the balloon crisis takes place last week. And let's get to this before the tech start. No, I don't want a national potential, national security risk from our number one rival, China. Even though they have suffered economically because of COVID, because of their power, economically, militarily, um, what they may or may not do with Taiwan. Russia is occupying billions and billions of dollars with that megalomaniac, but China is their number one power. So, no, I do not want any further spying of our country by China. I didn't realize the balloon was still valid. Can I go with this, by the way? I was saving this for overrated, underrated, properly rated. The hot air balloon ride here again. Properly rated. Very enjoyable. I've actually got a hot air balloon item in my overrated, underrated, properly rated. Yes. Twice for me. Oh, la-di-da. Once wasn't good enough? No, 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 no. I had to get the champagne. <laughs> and then also Hudson, I think they had to cancel it too. We just had a big balloon event. We were out there. Which is great. What's that? We were out there over the weekend. Oh, okay. So I won't step on that. Because I, I went there about a decade ago or maybe even longer. It was amazing. But there was such utter stupidity. And to the shock of no one about the balloon store. So I want to pause here, and I want you to chime in through the city's one talk and text line. What was the most legitimate part of balloon Armageddon? And what was the most absurd part of the balloon story? Because there's both. But again, if China wanted just to send this over to further the divide, to laugh at our divide, congratulations, because it took place once again. Just more nonsense within a very important story. Chime in. Cities one. Talk and text line. Call. Pick up that phone. I doubt you have a landline. Percentage of people still with a landline here again. 8%? Higher. 5%? Higher? Okay. I think we're about 20%. Really? Yeah. Check the Google on that one. Uh, or you just uh, the cell or text. The most legitimate part of the balloon story and the most ridiculous part 
of the balloon story. 651-461-9226. My spidey sense, Dave Harrigan, told me we would be playing Grammy tunes today. Playing a bunch of the winners from last night. You're a winner, right? You just want to reward the winners and say to the losers, dead to me, get out of here. Try better next time. Work harder. Yes. We will get to the Grammys. I did not watch it live. I jumped in about two hours late, so I would not have to watch any commercials. And as usual, I uh, I thoroughly enjoyed the Grammys. We're talking the balloon. What was legit? What was nonsense? Again, I'm going to reiterate. When you have your main rival who is trying to spy on you, it's never the best thing. And in this way, when they're doing it with the middle finger, right, Dave, this is bleep you. You know about our satellites, but the public doesn't know about the satellites. You know about our TikTok. But now we're just going to fly this thing over the country and taunt you. There was some taunting here, and on the politics side, because we'll get to the nonsense. For the folks who said Joe Biden looked weak and, you know, Trump or anybody else would have shot this down right away. I know Joe is not the guy. Uh, listen, Joe wouldn't have been my far from my first pick to be president right now. I don't want him to be president after the November election uh, next year. But you don't think the White House realized this? Didn't make them look good. And so ideally, they would want to shoot this down as quickly as possible. They'd want The Rock up there. They'd want Will Smith up there, Harrison Ford. They'd want a cross-section of American heroes up there shooting it down. But here, here's among the most ludicrous parts. If the Pentagon, And most of these people with the Pentagon are not just Joe Biden appointees. The people have been within the the military apparatus for decades and were there when Trump was there, Obama, going back to W. If they tell the commander-in-chief who wants to put on the aviators, Dave, and look like, you know, Top Gun, Tom Cruise, he wants to go up on that plane himself and shoot it down. If they tell him for safety reasons we should not shoot down, is this still a dirigible? Is that another term for a balloon or am I getting that screwed up? Uh, I think – is that more of a a blimp kind of thing? Could be. uh, The the shots look like more of a blimp, didn't it? This – this isn't going to turn out to be some great Super Bowl commercial thing, is it? <laughs> like the M&Ms? Like China has bought the first quarter <laughs> of the Super Bowl, and this was all tied to it. Can we eliminate that? I don't think we can. I don't think we can. Look up dirigible, because I think you're probably right. It's more blimp-like. Of course he wants to shoot it down, but if the Pentagon says, and it's turned into a seven-mile debris field, that if we shoot this down over land, 
we could cause significant harm. And I want to see more independent reporting on this. And and multiple reports say they were able to disengage what China was doing with their technology, and then we learn more about China's technology. If independent reporting confirms that, okay, and I want to see more of that, then outside of the macho tough guy talk, why wouldn't that be the right thing to do? Because politically, it's not. No, you get up there, you got our heroes, you shoot a ton. But you do have to worry about safety of citizens. Isn't that reasonably important, Dave Harrigan, among your responsibilities as president of the United States? I think so. I think we probably don't want to shoot down the blimp if we're worried it's going to crush some homes in uh, Bozeman, Montana. Yeah. Then this wouldn't have happened under Trump. This would not have happened under Trump. That's right. As I said in one of the tweets, no one has any idea. They don't. You love Trump. You hate Trump. Whatever. You don't know. Sure, his instinct is shoot it down and brag about it. By the way, Biden wants to shoot it down and brag about it like he was the other day. I said on Wednesday. He made sure multiple times to say Wednesday. You know, you had the reports come out on uh, Saturday saying that Chinese spy balloons. Does the Chinese spy balloon, by the way, um, have a Twitter following now? Has somebody picked that up? <laughs> That's a good question. I haven't looked at that. got to be, right? It's got to be there. Well, could it still have one, though, after being shot down? Deflated Chinese spy balloon. <laughs> Maybe we should do that. Try to sign up for that. The re- reports came out from the Defense Department that three times Chinese spy balloons had floated over the country during the Trump administration. Now, some have pushed back. Some have said the Trump administration didn't know about it. I, I don't know. But just the automatic, my guy would have stopped this and your guy didn't. It's just so perfect. And, you know, Don Jr. saying to my Montana friends, shoot it down when at that point it was, what, 65,000 feet in the air, Dave? It was high. They got some powerful guns in Montana. How about J.D. Vance? Sitting on his uh, his balcony with his fancy dress shoes, by the way, with the rifle in his hand. Never know. Be ready. <laughs> I mean, it's uh, it's unbelievable. You know, we talked about Russia in the lead up to sixteen, just looking to divide, right? And clearly, some of them wanted Trump over. Putin, but oh, over Hillary, but in particular, what they wanted was the divide. If China just wanted to laugh and point out more divide, wasn't this just a perfect story 
for them and for them just to feel fantastic about it? I mean, they're laughing, right? They got us. I, I don't know. I, I, as the story started happening, honestly, I didn't pay a whole ton of attention to it because it's so stupid. It's, I mean, to get all up in arms about a balloon as if this is China's most technologically savvy way to spy on the U.S. Right. That's oh, I read, read a couple stories. Apparently, it's it's the cool thing to do now, to use the balloons. <laughs> There's a lot of things that are cool that I'm not a part of. Right. Uh, among the techs, Sheriff Bob Fletcher from Ramsey County. By the way, he's taking it from Ramsey County and the state of Minnesota on his overcrowded Ramsey County jail. He's seven, eight minutes away. I want to get some of your texts. It's unbelievable anybody would want the balloon to go down without hurting or killing people. I believe taking the decision down over water was correct. 100%. 100%. Did the government see it coming before it got over land? I want good independent reporting to point that out. And if the Biden administration knew about this when it was still over water and didn't take it out. I want to know why. What were the ramifications? Now, we knew, we do know that Blinken was headed over there. So were they paralyzed by that? Were they worried about all the implications? Did they know at that point they could, if this is true, suspend the technology? Another text. Come on, Chad. They could have downed it over Alaska. Nothing up there. Most ridiculous part of the balloon story is the shooting down of Montana. Absurd. The explanation for not shooting the balloon down, not to harm anyone on the ground, that was absurd. I mean, it seems like that's a fairly legit one, right? Party City files for bankruptcy and within weeks. This is all a publicity stunt. I'm telling you. Party City, Chinese government, Super Bowl coming up. Um, let me get to a few more of these uh, texts. I'd imagine the real reason to shoot it down over water is to recover the pieces intact rather than protect uh, people and property. For the love of God, please pick a new topic. I haven't been on the air for a week. This story was the biggest story in the country. Did they really need to use a $400,000 missile to down the balloon? Um, what else were we going to pin? I mean, we had to do uh, we had to do something, right? Dave, are you officially tired of the balloon story? Do you want more balloon balloon talk? I'm good on balloons. I'm I'm fine right now. You're good on balloons. Yeah, I'm good on balloons right now. I don't really, like, party balloons. Do they do much for you? You know what? Save it for overrated. (laughs) Exactly. I'm stepping at your touchdown call. Uh, Ramsey County Sheriff Bob Fletcher, who, as I said before, has Paul Schnell mad at him, has Ramsey County mad at him, the always direct and outspoken Ramsey County Sheriff Bob Fletcher, minutes away. 
Ramsey County Sheriff Bob Fletcher has joined us a number of times over the years. He's kind enough to join us right now. Mr. Fletcher is on the uh, John Schuster Coldwell Banker Hotline. Thank you. I see stories in the Tribune and in the Pioneer Press. And I'll read part of Andy Mannix's story from the Star Tribune over the weekend. In response to a complaint brought by Ramsey County Public Health Workers, Minnesota's top corrections official has ordered Bob Fletcher to immediately cut down the jail's population, saying insufficient staffing levels pose imminent risks of life-threatening harm. And also within the story, Bob, it says, Today, you need to provide a plan to get this resolved, and it must be implemented by Wednesday. Is yeah. that on pace to take place, sir? It is. And, well, boy, I'll tell you, I want to thank the commissioner for drawing attention to these issues of overcrowding that I've attempted to bring to the board's attention several times since last May, actually, that we saw spikes in numbers. Crime was increasing, of course, in Ramsey County. We had record murder rates last year, carjackings. And I brought this to the board's attention last May, September, and December, and We've been trying to open up the Ramsey County Workhouse to send our prisoners to. And just by way of background, every county has a jail and a workhouse. In 85 of the 87 counties, the sheriff is in charge of the workhouse. But in Ramsey and Hennepin, that's been delegated to a different department called the Corrections Department. And so we've been unable to convince corrections to accept some of our prisoners and 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 ironically they have 500 plus beds there and they only have 80 inmates so as you can see it makes more sense to have some of our prisoners housed in a different facility and and now the commissioner actually has helped us because the county board has showed a willingness to uh, move them out there so let me read a part of Mannix's story though Ramsey County board chair Trista Matas Castillo and I hope I'm pronouncing that right I apologize if I'm not said Saturday that public health officials, including some work in the jail, first raised concern to Fletcher's office over access to timely medical care. After those went unanswered, staff brought the complaints up the chain to county leadership, who decided to voluntarily report the issues to Department of Corrections. So they're intimating from this that you and your staff did not respond to their concerns. How do you respond yeah, to that? Well- I can't I can't comment on what they know. All I know is I received a letter December 21st from the health department with some concerns that I did respond to. I have a well-detailed letter that I responded, but I never received any information from the county board or concerns or city county manager. So, you know, jails are complex operations. We booked 20,000 people each year here. And there are instances where we need to investigate and find out what happened. And, and frankly, we've done that with the cases that have been brought to our attention. And um, yeah, there are some times that people fail to, to on their responsibility, but for the most part, we run this one of the safest jails in the nation. We've had no deaths here or serious injuries in the last four years since I've been here. And I'm proud of the people that work down there, but it is crowded. Well, let me jump in on that because yeah, let me let me jump in on that because the Star Tribune story points out a couple incidents. Okay, 
video evidence reveals that uh, an individual came to jail, was not provided food or water, was left unattended while bleeding for two hours. This was on September 22, 2022. Then on December 12, 2022, jail staff waited over an hour to call an ambulance for a person having a stroke. Do you acknowledge both of those happened? And if they did, why didn't the individuals involved receive treatment sooner? Well, we're investigating both of those. Obviously, um, I wasn't familiar with Aaron until the report came out. But in our investigation, it's not as crisp and clean as maybe the allegations are asserted. But it really doesn't matter. Yes, everyone should get immediate medical help if they need it. No one, no one wants people to get medical help in a timely fashion more than me. It's the responsibility of all jail administrators. So, yeah, we're looking into that. We may have to discipline some people that um, didn't act accordingly. But again, with 20,000 people coming in the door, there are going to be instances. The biggest issue we need to address, though, is was that delay a result of shortage of staff? And we believe that is part and parcel. We don't always have enough staff to transport people to the hospital in a timely fashion. And we're going to need to remedy that in order to get back in the good graces of the Department of Corrections. But we've long wanted to remedy that. We've proposed that we put some of these prisoners other places, and we would like additional staff to be able to transport them in a timely fashion. Sometimes we just don't have to. Go ahead. Let me me stay on that, because that's a very valid point. Remind folks, Ramsey County Sheriff Bob Fletcher is with us here in CCO. We're talking about uh, Ramsey County, overcrowded jail, Paul Schnell, uh, Department of Corrections, uh, calling for this to be rectified right away. Ramsey County upset about it. Sheriff Fletcher saying he's been talking about this for a while and needs staff. Okay, to to get yourself close to where you should be, yep. tell me about the staff increase you need and what type of cost is associated with, with uh, the numbers you're alluding to. Sure. Um, there's, we need about 18 additional staff and uh, bulk of those to staff different positions, but half of them to transport people to the hospital on a regular basis. And keep in mind, Chad, it's not just transporting. We then need to secure individuals at the hospital and monitor them, which is a huge expense to us. And hospitals have been the most dangerous place for sheriff's departments throughout the country because when they're in a secure facility that's great but when they're at the hospital in an open ward it's an extremely dangerous environment so we take that that problem very seriously and we're not going to leave deputies uh, without some significant backup while they're housing some dangerous prisoner at the hospital but to answer your question two million dollars we need two million dollars in staffing uh, to make that happen and we'll be providing that uh, to the county board as a request. But in the short term, uh, our superintendent of the jail, Bill Finney, is meeting as we speak with the uh, head of corrections and the superintendent of the workhouse. And we believe that the county board is going to allow us to use the workhouse to house uh, probably our female population. So we're planning to move... um, 35 to 50 female inmates out to the workhouse, assuming that the workhouse signs off on that 
in the next two hours. And that will get you to the capacity of 324 beds? We will uh, be moving another 30 to other county jails here in the metro area. So our staff has been busy working and arranging to have other counties house our inmates as well. So between the 50 females and the 30 um, 30 to other 30 males to other county facilities, we will meet the target. Last thing, mental health has been discussed by many individuals who have this type of job in counties all across the country. How many of these folks are dealing with such mental health issues that there is criminality involved, and that's why they're there, but they really need to be at a place where their mental health is addressed first, and then potentially they go back to a jail or we see where the legal process is at um, once an evaluation is taking place or once some care is given. Great question. Um, we have 18 inmates in our facility that are supposed to be moved to some mental health facility in the state of Minnesota. The state does not have enough beds to handle that eight, those 18. We have another 30 that are awaiting Rule 20 evaluations, which will likely be declared um, incompetent and need to go to those facilities as well. So, yes, we have 48 people in our facility that we don't believe need to be there. And that is part of our overcrowding problem as well. And as long as we're on that issue, the the massive backlog of in the court system as a result of COVID, there are a number of people in our jail that wouldn't normally be there that would be processed out through their court process. And we have a number of convicted people as well that are awaiting their sentence. So our numbers are extremely high because of what's taking place or what has taken place in the nation. And that is artificially, uh, you know, driven up our inmate staff racial problems. Are there any signs of that part of the story getting resolved soon? We're working closely with the courts to uh, just give some dispositions on those cases quickly. And uh, people that people that are pending their trial, you know, we've had just a huge backlog, as I mentioned, because of uh they're having virtual court rather than regular court. So, yes, there's progress being made. The Ramsey County judges are working on that problem. I would say by the end of the year, we'll have this resolved. The order only goes through November, and we have the right to uh, redress it and appeal once we've made changes that solve the staffing shortage. So in the short term, we're moving bodies to the workhouse, to other counties. We're hoping to add additional staff. We've been recruiting like crazy to get additional staff. And then um, we expect that we'll probably get some help in the court system by moving some of the bodies out of our facility. But overcrowding is its a huge issue in metro cities. And what we don't want to do, Chad, here's the thing. There are a lot of advocates to just release people. And the bail reform discussion is fine, but the concept of just releasing dangerous prisoners into the community is not a good solution, and we want to avoid that. Well, you raise bail reform. You know that's a huge topic in yeah. this area. 
You've been in law enforcement. There are people who <laughs> have paid close attention to your life in law enforcement and politics who love you, and there are folks who massively disagree with you. You know that's a part of it. Where, where do call, you stand? Tell me, those, tell me that group to call me. Give me a call. And we'll see if we can. <laughs> uh, well, they, they probably will, Bob. You know that. Um, Give me a call. Where do you stand and where we should go with bail reform? Well, I think there is room for some reform for those people that cannot afford bail. Um, And I think that's for minor offenses and offenses that are not likely to impact the public safety of others. We don't want to hold people just for the sake of holding them. Um, Bail is to ensure that they'll show up for court. Uh, That's a primary reason. But also in the Constitution, bail is to make sure that they don't harm others while they're out. So uh, where where the line we draw is let's not release people on no bail or low bail when they pose a threat to the community. Because we have have as great a responsibility to the public as we do to the inmates that we're releasing. I always appreciate your time, sir. Thank you very much for coming on. Thank you very much. Appreciate it. Bye. If you want to check out the stories, too, good stories in the Pioneer Press and Star Tribune about this. And reminder, if you picked up late into the uh, Ramsey County Sheriff Bob Fletcher interview, Dave will have that podcastable within a, just a ma- within minutes. So you can always check out our podcast. Any where you get your podcast, just punch in Chad Harpin Show. All Grammys winners... From last night, we did discuss this off air, and we just heard uh, Jason the Pork commercial. Oh, yeah. That is starting to become his voice in every commercial now, right? It's sexy Jason time all day, every day, CCO. It's it's either sexy or creepy Jason. I mean, the canopy one? Mm -hmm. It's Valentine's. Tell lady what you got her it's insurance i mean is he doing that for livia too or the the new trip i think maybe livia inspired this he's gotten more confidence now in himself he uh, less of him more sex appeal of yep, him that's is that right. possible i think that's it did i miss that last week during the sabbatical <laughs> hey your lindis construction time check it's time to have lindis come out and take a look at those windows and lean into infinity from Marvel Windows. Overrated early next hour.